Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose-driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference. All right. Hey, everybody. Uh, Melina Boswell here. It's weird to talk to Christian and talk to the cameras. <laughs> but anyway, so... Um, well, we are flipping back. Yes, we are back. <laughs> so flipping off podcast, we uh, took maybe a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, you know, COVID hit and, and I don't know, we had over 100 podcasts. And so when COVID hit, uh, you know, we went into overdrive and creative mode. And and uh, and then we did some podcasts during uh, COVID 2020. And then, um, you know, I feel like, well, I know for a fact I hit burnout the end of 2020. And so I took some time off and went yeah. for a walk and, and then came back in 21. And I think I'm still, you know, I, I really thought I was going to do a sabbatical mm. for real mm. and I uh, never was able to get a sabbatical. Mm. So I still haven't. So I think 21 for me was a, uh, a year of like back and forth trying to get, you know, maybe some sea legs around um, balance in my life for me personally. Right. And, uh, and learned a lot of things about myself, about the company. Um, and it was kind of like, you know, from 2018 on, we just, just, you know, balls to the wall going crazy. And so now here we are, <clears throat> and it's interesting uh, come, you know, mid 2022. So it's, you know, beginning of quarter two, mm. And uh, if I look back now to where we are, we are an entirely like different company. Right. In many ways, we're a different company. Uh, but we're still, you know, operating under the same core values, right? Uh, mission statement still completely aligned with our mission statement, and maybe in that process, we had to. Um, there was just a lot of shedding that took place, maybe some deconstructing inside refining. of, yes, refining of leadership mm -hmm. uh, and deconstructing in order to construct, if you will. Uh, and I, I feel like we have honed in on um, where we really are going now. And this morning in our leadership call, I was saying, you know, this is the labor part of birthing. Mm. <laughs> you know, everybody wants the baby, but nobody yeah. wants to, you know, you never think about what you do as a woman. Trust me, you do at some point. But, you know, in the beginning, you just don't really realize yeah. how hard labor is in order to um, to birth. Uh, and so we've just been, in, you know, experiencing labor pains. And what's cool is we've been doing it together. Mm. And uh, so huge, huge uh, changes in our leadership team. Uh, added in Hawaii and Florida into our core leadership team. And we've really just been honing in on uh, personal development, building our relationships and having um, longer term goals. You know, I like if I'm completely honest, you know, I think when when we when we started New Wealth Advisors Club, right, it was a need that we saw that we built something. And then it was like, all of a sudden, oh, this really works. And oh, thank God we were able to pay the bills. Yeah. Hallelujah. We, we, oh, my, oh my God, we have a savings. Wow, we really did close on a few properties. <laughs> huh? Look at us. We got buy and holds, you yeah. know? And then it was like, shit, eight years in, we got a real business. Mm, yeah. You know, because that's what they say. If you can, you know, you don't, if, you know, most, what is it, 90% of businesses mm -hmm. fail in the first um, seven years or yep. something like that. And so at some point we realized, well, we have a legit business. And now, right, we're at the uh, 10 year mark for sure. And so now we're just like getting momentum. And now we're looking at real 
planning, long-term planning. We're looking at legacy. We're looking at succession and building that. And it's super exciting, but it's also uh, terrifying, you know, right. but it's painful, right? right? Um, especially because of the way we do business because we do business with people we like, mm, you yep. know, and our relationships. And, and um, we have such a unique model in that way. But uh, we wanted to come back on. We thought now was an appropriate time as we are seeing such a huge shift in the market. Mm-hmm. So I have Christian Rios. I didn't even say Christian Rios. Jesus, I just went on. <laughs> started talking. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So. Um, no, yeah. And I think just in regards to what you were saying, for me, man, these last couple of years have been have been a blur. And, and I remember hmm. when COVID and this whole pandemic started, I remember you were saying, like, we're going to reference pre-pandemic and post-pandemic, <laughs> and that's going to be, like, a conversation. And that's something we talk about, like, all the time now, right? Because all the time. what happened shifted, you know, shifted everything. And I think for us, we really put our heads down. We focused on building and pouring into students and refining our processes and our systems inside of the club. And now we're like, okay, well, let's get back to feeding kind of everyone else on the, <laughs> the podcast platform. And we know it's like, we have a lot of value to bring when it comes to market mm-hmm. and success with students, all that stuff. So I'm excited that we're, you know, relaunching this and people are going to get a ton of value from it. Yeah, I think so too. And and yeah, it, it is weird. We were just talking earlier about, you know, the, the, the current market condition that we're in right now. And are we in a recession? And it's the big question. Do we have a lack of supply? Do we have a lack of demand? And we're seeing things in, in, in the market, in the economy right now that, that we've never seen in terms of like, I still, I, you know, I was telling you earlier, I feel like I'm trying to gobble up as much information as I can because like, okay, we have inflation. People, right. they, they, I think, and maybe I was even guilty of this, but I think a lot of people, we we conflate recession with inflation. Mm. And they're not the same, right? right? And just because what we're experiencing right now is just inflation and we're experiencing inflation um, as a result, probably post-pandemic, right? right? It's all post-COVID yeah. stuff that yeah. we're still trying to catch up from. What was interesting or what is interesting to imagine, and this is where I think I, why I feel like I never bought into recession because what i see is demand is still there for the supplies Mm. right yeah that we still have demand for supplies it's just we're having a difficult time with supplies which of course is what you know what brings up uh inflation and so um and then we have this great recession Mm -hmm. the reset or not i'm sorry the great um resignation resignation yep Yep. And whatever that is. Uh, and I, you know, I mean, I, you, we've talked about this and, and um, the, the impact that that's having on the market right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had the crypto crash. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it just depends on who you speak to, like what, what that, what the impact is, uh, is that going to be probably the scariest thing for us in terms of housing is, um, well, first of all, I think everybody um, relates recession and everybody immediately goes back to 2008 and we yeah. think, Oh, we're going to be in 2008. Yeah. We're going to see a housing crash. PTSD, yes. Like, oh my gosh, it's coming. Yeah. And it is interesting because like your story, mm. by watching your parents, yeah. you know, and that's why you I got, got in. into the business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Why don't you share that? Yeah. So it's crazy for me to kind of just sit in what's happening right now and, and and kind of 
see the differences, right? Mm -hmm. Like what's my feeling with what's going on. And, mm -hmm. and now obviously being older and, and knowing there's certain statistics to look at, right? Like supply and demand that's, mm -hmm. that's huge and inflation and interest rates. And then the amount of new inventory that's coming on the mm -hmm. market, all these different things mm -hmm. where I can make somewhat of a rational decision on, Hey, like what happened in 2008 is not what's happening right now. It's completely different. <laughs> right. But for me, I saw, yeah, I saw my parents, um, you know, had a house in Temecula from what I remember, it's worth 600,000 one day. And then overnight <laughs> it's worth 300. And mm -hmm. I was just like that, that was a big moment for me. And I think a lot of us have those moments in life where we're like, how can we help, you know, the situation or how can I, prevent this from ever happening to me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. And that was definitely a big shift for me because I saw, you know, um, not just my parents, but like everyone, mm -hmm. you know, like back then every other house was for sale, Yep. you know, and it said yeah. like foreclosure or it said mm. short sale. <laughs> right. And advertising, you know, all your laundry is out there yeah, in the front yard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and now, <laughs> we see one, two, three properties on the market in one mm -hmm. community. So mm -hmm. we know that mm -hmm. the, the supply still isn't there. That's right. But yeah, I remember what happened and I saw just losing so much, um, losing so much value and in, in equity. And it was different times, you know, the interest only adjustable rates, mm -hmm. all that, that shifted it. And that's really what, what caused the recession. It's exactly right. Right. Which and, is why this is different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, what we're seeing now is um, housing isn't housing is like the last thing mm. to be impacted, yeah. right? So whereas in two thousand eight, housing cost you know caused the was the was the first domino, if you will. Right. And what we know now is that housing will be the last domino because we still have a shortage of inventory. Right. We know that for a fact. So even though there's you know three two what you know what did, what were you telling me in Riverside County there was a huge increase yeah in, eighty uh, percent um, year over year in uh, new inventory coming on new, the market mm -hmm. so from last year to to this year mm -hmm. we have a lot more inventory coming on the market mm -hmm. but we're still pre pandemic <laughs> yeah. levels of inventory. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna be talking about pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, mm -hmm. and um, and just going back to what you were saying about a lot of times people, like, they connect recession with, Inflation. you know, or, or um, housing. Or housing. Crash, uh -huh. right? Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I was telling you this earlier. If you guys are on Instagram, Keeping Current Matters is a really good platform to mm -hmm. stay educated. Mm -hmm. And um, in the last two, four, six recessions that we've had, house values have actually gone up four out of six times. Yeah. So in uh, 1980, they went up 6.1%. Uh, 1981, we're still in a recession. Those those two years, it went up by 3.5%. 1991, it went down. The market went down 1.9%. 1.9%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that yeah. at all, that one? Because that one is, mm -hmm. is, is the only one that went down I do. besides 2000, mm -hmm. 2008. You know what's interesting? I, you know what I remember? So I was working at a law firm um, doing bankruptcy at that time, big bankruptcies. And you might remember um, I was involved with, and I, I shared this before, but I, I worked for a bankruptcy attorney and he handled big chapter 11 bankruptcies. Mm -hmm. And the two biggest chapter 11 bankruptcies that I was involved in were both developers. And that was in 1991. Yeah, That's when that was, was in 91. Wow. 
So yeah, developers, and they went into chapter 11. So it's interesting to consider um, because they needed to go into a chapter 11 because they had the assets, Mm. but values were dropped. So what happened was banks started calling loans due, so they couldn't complete their builds, Mm. right? So that's what it really was. Yeah. So yeah, I totally remember that. And then, but you know what? When a chapter eleven, they could be in a they could be in a plan for you know ten years, fifteen years, whatever, which is exactly what they did. And both of those companies, I followed them, and I I was friends with them. You know, I followed what they did, and they did very very well. They ended up doing well in chapter eleven saved them from having to sell off or lose their assets. But even though the market went down, they still were able to, because they were smart, hired the right people, uh, they were able to complete the projects that they had started. But they had enough nads, in my opinion, to file a chapter 11, because that's no joke. Yeah. (laughs) So then after there was another recession in 2001, Mm -hmm. house values went up in that recession, 6.6%. Wow. 2008, we all know what happened in 2008. Mm -hmm. They dropped by... 20%. 20%. Mm-hmm. And then 2020, we're technically in a recession with, you know, the pandemic and everything. Values went up nationwide 6%. So hmm. I know that one in 2008, it, it's again, like people have PTSD and we remember that. Mm-hmm. And and we all had a different experience yeah, in it too. Yeah, Because I, I listened to you and how it affected you mm-hmm. personally, right at your age. For me, 2008 was, you know, it was like, it was scary. But yeah. for, for Dave and I, it was like, well, we got we're do or die. Right. Like we were scraping. We were just like, you know, went balls to the wall. Yeah. And we had this little slogan that we lived by. And Dave and I personally, we always said this. Um, we're in a recession, but we refuse to participate. Mm. We refuse to participate. We're not going to participate in it. Not meaning that, oh, it's not going to impact us. It was more like we're not going to um, allow it to mess up our mindset in such a way that it takes us out of the game, right? We had two young kids. They're like, hey, we have kids to raise. We have, you know, and we sold a lot of things. And and our position was this. um, If, if. Even though our house maybe went, you know, we lost half the value of it. If we could still afford the payment, we were going to keep it. Yeah. And that's yeah. what we did, yeah. you know, which turned out to really work well for us. Right. Um, and and I can't say that I knew it was going to come back because that would be a lie. I mean, I wasn't like I I guess I did eventually know it would come back. But, you know, so it is interesting, though, that it was 20 percent. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was 20 percent. And I'll bet you if you ask people, everybody feels like it was so much half. bigger than that. Yeah. yeah half. And I think that that's nationwide. So I think mm-hmm. like. California, yeah. Nevada, mm-hmm. like we were overbuilding like crazy and everyone right. here was buying like three properties at phase one and yeah. all that stuff, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's interesting. And just going back to what you're saying, it's so, it's so fascinating how people see either see opportunity or it's like <laughs> the end of the world. Yep. And I feel blessed that we have this environment mm-hmm. where, you know, even through the pandemic, we chose to like double down and Mm -hmm. get, you know, get more educated, Mm -hmm. focus on our processes and our systems here inside the club. As a leadership team, we're doing a year long (laughs) mentorship course, which is really growing all of us. Right. And it's like, we, I've personally seen people either step up or, you know, step out be okay with stimulus and be okay with, <laughs> yeah. you know, unemployment. Yep. There's like, you know, I don't want to say there's anything wrong with that, but ultimately like people see that as an opportunity when that's mm-hmm. not the right opportunity to, right. to focus on. Well, I don't think it is because we know it's not real. Yeah. So the, 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 the truth is if you look at, you know, what happened during the pandemic, like 
I personally, this is my personal belief. My personal belief is that, um, what well, did you like? We printed something mm. like forty percent mm-hmm. of the current money in the Jeez. in the market right now. Jeez. I mean, just think about that. That's not real money. So anybody who thinks that that is going to be sustainable is sadly mistaken. And right. I don't think that we have seen the actual um, repercussions of the pandemic yet. Yeah. I, I don't think we've seen it yet because I think people are still, that funny money is still floating around out there. Here's the reality too. I mean, if we're honest, the big crypto crash had everything to do with stimulus. Yep. Because all yep. these people got all yep. this stimulus Stocks money. And yeah. All so that. they, yeah. everybody turned into a friggin' day trader. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yep. You know, so and I mean, I think that it's we're we are going to have a post pandemic world. I don't think we know what it looks like yet, yeah. but I think some of us are looking at it. And I think maybe people, I mean, let's face it, you know, if you could get free money and you could passively put it into the market and buy crypto and you were getting a 24% return mm-hmm. on your money and you didn't have to do anything, like you didn't have to go to work every day, who yeah. the hell wouldn't want to do that? Right. But is that real life? Yeah. It's not because you know why? Because the money then has no value because right. there's nothing of value attached right. to it. Right, that's why I love, even this conversation reminds me of the power of real estate, like a, mm. an actual tangible asset Absolutely. to where you know, people, people are a little nervous of, of the market. There's a lot of uncertainty yep. of what's going on, but ultimately like a tangible asset, we know statistically real estate's always going to go up, always. right? So if you ride the market, if you're okay with buying a property at, at a higher rate, you're, and you're okay with that payment, just like you guys were mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Like, Cause our payment didn't change. Yeah. It was like, well, we can still afford, we can still afford the payment. We've made this our home. We've done all these things to make it how we love it. Why in the yeah. world would we get rid of it? Yeah. Just cause you know, who cares? Yeah. Like I think also, and I, I think I might've been dumb enough to say like, uh, you know, we still got another 25 years on this house. Who gives a crap? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, I'm flipping a property right now in garden Grove and yeah. a part of me, and this is everything that we teach here and that you've taught me. It's, if you buy the property right, mm-hmm. you can have multiple exit strategies. Yep. And a part of me is like, I I, I want to position myself to keep it yeah. as as yeah. a rental, yeah. even if right now, yep. if I'm gonna break even on oh, it, for sure. or maybe lose a yeah. hundred, two hundred dollars, I'm okay with that if Agreed. I lock in a higher rate. And then guess what? I refi. I'm in the position in years where I'm cash flowing because a part of me is like, I don't. Why? What would I do with take a loss? What would I do with you know? 50 grand. If I even make, if I make 50 grand, right. I don't want that in my bank account. The only reason I'd want 50 grand is to buy something else. That's right. That's exactly know? right. Yeah. You don't need that money. Yeah. It's good. Cause I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. It's kind of funny. You're bringing it up now because I thought about that. I was going to ask you, here, here's what I think. I don't think you can possibly go wrong by, by keeping that property. Mm. I think if there's any way you can, you know, and I'm, I'm having lots of same thoughts myself, you yeah. know, about properties, yeah. every property that I have, I have two flips right now that are on the market that I'm just sitting on. Right. right? And they are. And we were just having this conversation. I mean, that's the truth. Well, you know, I don't want to paint a picture for everybody out there. They're like, Oh, you always win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, you can, if you buy, right. Right. There is a win. Right. It's just a question of, again, how do we want to get paid? Right. So, you know, I, I, in my head, I'm, I'm a big fan of, I want to gobble up and keep as much of the real estate as I can. Cause I know, and especially where we are in these cities that mm-hmm. we're in right now, please. Right. It's not going to, you know, right. it's only going to get better. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think, 
Um, that's a that's a wise decision, and that is the reality of real estate investing. To me, it is the safest um, investment that there is. Right. You know, and it's interesting right now just talking about those those properties and where we are in the market. We did get a little. <laughs> comfortable or uh, we like, got fat and lazy let's yeah, face it just false, say what it is false like reality mm-hmm. of what was happening like yeah. there was people lined up for 20 30 minutes an hour to go into an open house i know you know and what is that and uh, i remember oscar and rob's flip we yeah. got 45 offers <laughs> on one property i had to divide them up into different folders okay these are at 400 these are at 420 these are at 450 and plus and like that's how i had to structure all these offers in order to present that, in order to yeah. present yeah. you know i said yeah. all right guys let's forget about everything under 450 let's focus on these 10 right and right and now, wait what was your list price it was uh for no i think the numbers were wrong our, our list price was 475 so we oh. did get some at like 450 and then oh, I, I wanted to say we did get some under and like let's focus on 475 or over got it okay right? got yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah got it but okay. um but yeah that just wasn't it wasn't reality and right now what we're seeing and we were just talking about this it's 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 normal but we're not <laughs> used to normal again you know, it's like, hey, properties are supposed to sit on the market yeah. for a little bit. Buyers yeah. are supposed to, you know, have some room to negotiate. That's right. and Because they're coming in with skin in the game. Right. Because now buyers are not uh, reacting, yeah. right? And they're being more proactive as opposed to reactive, yep. right? The eBay mentality is what I always think of it as, which is, you know, the people get into the bidding war, which is a high. Yeah. And you just yep. want to win that bid. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. And so, yeah, you're right. And, and that does stabilize the market, right. which is, you know, why the Fed raises the right. rate is in right. order to calm everybody down, right. which is the right thing to do. Probably, you know, not the right thing to do is print a bunch of money. Right. You know, right. I mean, right. I don't know. The, the thing to just for everyone listening and just so they know what's going on with the higher interest rates, people are, mm-hmm. people are getting priced out of, yeah. especially properties over 500, 600, mm-hmm. um, which you can't re- even find anything decent at 500, right? right? But like if 600 is what we're talking about, mm-hmm. if we're saying a property 600 in December, mm-hmm. you could get a 3% interest rate, your payment was roughly at 10% down, was roughly $3,000 a month. Right. Right now at 6%, pretty much double, you're mm-hmm. at, an extra you're at over an extra thousand dollars just on interest rates your payment's Mm -hmm. four thousand right and we know that people don't buy based on you know the house price they buy on the monthly payment payment. Mm -hmm. we've all done that at a car dealership where we're like oh i can make 400 bucks a month i don't care how much it is like just sign me up (laughs) yep exactly absolutely so that's that's people's mentality right now too it's like man i really want that house for 700 grand and i could have bought it in december but now i have to I have to buy a Hemet, <laughs> you know? <laughs> exactly, so, exactly. Yeah. yeah, we will start to see, well, we are seeing some downward pressure on pricing, which yeah. isn't unexpected. Yeah, and it's also just pricing your property right. Of like course. so many agents, yep. what was happening again last year yep. is, hey, give me 600 grand and let's end up at 650. <laughs> yep. Now they're starting at 650 when they mm-hmm. know they should list at 620. Probably true. Right? I don't disagree. And totally it right. makes, you know, totally it right. makes a big difference. Yep, it sure does. It sure does. So I think it's all good. I think it's okay. And and I, and again, I, I agree with you. I think that, you know, we, we did, you know, live in a little bit of la la land. Yeah. You know, yeah. like not in, not in the world, but here's the thing. I mean, I think if I were to, um, 
if I wanted to make any, um, like what would be my message mm. for everybody right now that's either, you know, looking into real estate investing right. uh, as a strategy. And it's something I just said to, um, you know, one of, one of the girls who works here with us. Um, and I was saying, you know, real estate investing is a legit long-term business, right. you know, and even, and, and the truth is, uh, and that's not going to ever change. I don't yeah. ever see that changing. And so the foundational truths still stand stronger than ever, right? You make your money when you buy, mm -hmm. right? And you get paid when you exit, so, you mm -hmm. know? And so when you sell, so, or maybe when you, maybe your exit is rent. Sure, cash flow. Cash flow, that's perfectly yeah. fine, right? So if you buy right, you should be able to hit any one of those as yeah. the trifecta. Yeah. So for me personally, I think the message that I want to get across to everybody is this, um, NWAC is here to stay. Yeah. We're just getting stronger and deeper. Right. We we see now that we can um, duplicate our process mm. anywhere in the entire United States, which is becoming uh, more and more attractive to us, right? Because what we're seeing is lots and lots of people. I mean, if 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 the city of Riverside or it was the county of Riverside, I'm assuming, um, eighty percent increase in inventory over mm. one year, it's because everybody is selling their property and moving out of state. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So I mean, I I want to make sure that I can you know duplicate our model anywhere we go, right? right. We, we just added Tampa into our, um, our organization, we opened up an office there in Tampa. And so now the conversation is taking our model, right, right which we know works, our, our actual model we know works, and, you know, applying it there. So you and I were just talking right. about getting a, a crew of us yeah. experienced who have a lot of skill set in terms of like door knocking and right. how do we go after properties and just, you know, picking up and moving, we know we can do that. Right. And that is so freaking exciting. And there is something super fun about going to another city, you yeah. know, or another state and learning, you know, maybe their culture right. and, yeah. and what that looks like. So I think for me, the message is, yep, we're going to, we're probably going to, mm -hmm. you know, we're in the beginning of a recession. I don't sure. think we're anywhere near there. We're going to get there. Um, and it's, but right now we're just dealing with some inflation. Right. That's all, which yeah. I think is a whole different conversation, but I don't think real estate has been affected yet. Yeah. What do you think for, for people listening, because mm -hmm. I, I, I love where you're going with it. Maybe like one, two, three things that they're scared. They're like, man, if we do enter a recession and I want to get into like real estate, what are like, what's the thought process? Like, what should you really get grounded on in, in this time? So he, here's the thing. Um, I, you know, it's so funny because I'm just going to go back to me. The first thing that comes into my head is the four pillars that we built the club on, right? Which is one of the only ways to real wealth is real estate investing. You know, real estate is never going to be out of style. Mm -hmm. It's not a fad. It's not, you know, people are always going to need shelter. So for us, remembering that real estate investing is a legitimate long-term business, it's not a thing. It's right. not a thing that you just do, right? So I know that some people are into like wholesaling, for example, and they have all these different names mm -hmm. for it, right? And that's just having a job. Even right. even being a realtor sure. is yeah. being a job. We were just having this conversation. People, oh, I, I don't know if I should, you know, should I join the club? Should I put my money and invest it into becoming a club member at NWAC? Or do I want to become a realtor? Yeah. Well, do you want to have a job right. as a realtor? Or do you want to build a business as a real estate investor? They are entirely two different right. things, right? So I think trying to go get a job as a realtor right now is not a, it's not a wise move. 
it is not a wise move because that 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 boat that boat has mm-hmm. sailed like it's gone right yeah. so don't do that real estate investing is here to stay so i think that's the first thing the second thing is that knowledge is power but only when applied mm-hmm. Right. So I think that, you know, you can get all the knowledge that you want in the world because every every piece of information is out there on YouTube. But if you don't put it into action, you don't apply it. There's no power in it. The third thing is that you can't do this business alone. You need a team. You must have a team in order to be successful. I mean, this is what we do. We, we get together on Tuesdays and that's what we do. We talk about what's going on in the market and this is the power of working with people that are actually in the market every single day and we're dealing with sellers, we're mm. dealing with buyers. We are the seller, we are right. representing, right? Yep. We're, mm-hmm. you know, that's power. So right. you need the right team. And then for me personally, the fourth and, and you know, most important um, cog in the wheel is that you must have an abundant or a pay it forward mentality. Mm. You have to be willing to go out there and serve people. You have to always remember people matter more than money. And I think that if you stay consistent and committed and married to those core principles, mm-hmm. then you can stay in real estate long term, no matter what, no matter what the freaking market does. It's yeah. going to go up. It's going to go down. That's what it does. Right. Right. And there's well, opportunity. Absolutely. Everywhere. Absolutely. There's. It was harder. It was harder to be an investor the last oh, five yeah. years. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. easier to be a realtor. Harder right. to be an investor. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like now it's going to be a lot easier to be an investor. But this is all the work, all of the. Um, the sewing that we've been right. doing over the last so many years, we're going to see the fruit now as the, as the market begins to correct. And when we see the downward pressure, that's exciting times for us. That's yep. for sure. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. I think I see the opportunity already and, and even being blessed to be a part of the club and shifting with all these different markets. Like I see like sub twos probably be, you know, be a big, big yes. strategy where mm-hmm. a homeowner bought a property two years ago and they got a 3% rate right now they're at six. Could we buy those terms? Are we buying the terms now yes. versus just the price? And could we cash flow on that? Yay. Right. But the seller can't sell because they're upside down closing costs, realtor yep. fees. I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity like that too. And totally just being agree. here with the club. And, and I think it's a good time for every, all of us to just get, get grounded, like go back to the basics, you know, focus on education, network, community, gratitude, everything that, you know, mentally that could easily, you know, take you out of, out of the business. If, you know, you're focused on how much money you've lost just because of inflation, right? Right, Even though it's still there, but you know, (laughs) gas is expensive, milk went up, all that. Right. Yep. 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 I think it goes back to, um, you know, we just refuse to participate. Yeah. And that just means we just don't engage in the in the drama. It doesn't mean we put we close our eyes and pretend like it's not happening. It just means what is so what what is our reaction to this? How can we, you know, where's the opportunity in what's coming our way right now? And looking ahead and trying to educate ourselves as much as we possibly can by like, you know, continue you're right, community is really everything and people that are actually for you. Mm, (laughs) and not trying to take from you so yep i'm melina boswell your host of the flipping off podcast i really hope you enjoyed it if you did we'd love for you to subscribe give us a five-star rating and tell your friends all about us you can find more episodes of the flipping off podcast on apple podcasts spotify google podcasts stitcher or wherever else you like to listen to awesome podcasts like this If you like what you've heard, we'd really appreciate it if you'd follow us on Facebook and Instagram and tell us the stories that you'd like to hear. 